Hello. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Uh, it's fine. I'm fine. Um, I made some... Actually, you know what? No, I'm better than fine. I made pickles for the first time and canned them. And I'm feeling really proud of myself. And they turned out really, really good. I tasted one and they're delicious. Awesome. That's cool. Super cool. I can't tell if you're being serious or if you're teasing me. Why would I tease you about that? I don't know. Because it's like a granny hobby. I don't know. Kendra did it last year. Did she? That's fucking cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Amazing. I also made some strawberry jam uh, probably about a month ago. And I brought some to my mom and dad the last time we went to visit. Mm-hmm. And I just got off the phone with my mom. And she's like, I tried your strawberry jam. I said, yeah, what'd you think? She said, that's really fucking good. Nice. I was like, I was like oh my God, you like it? She's like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so Very nice. I'm, I'm, glad I'm you're feeling enjoying. very proud. Good, you should. I'm Brittany. I'm Raina. This is just muscles and chainsaws. That was such a weird uh, transition. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm excited to get into this movie with you because I was. This is not what I was planning for this movie. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's been a million years since I've seen this, so I have. It was not what I remembered. What are we talking about today? Well, uh, today we're going to talk about the birds from right. from Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, I I have a couple of previewing notes. Okay. Which you know, there's a first time for everything. You say that every time you have something to say. Uh, no, you're right. I have had previewing <laughs> notes before. It's just so like infrequent that I yeah. have anything to say. <laughs> um, this movie, I didn't write down what year it came out because I figured um, we would get there eventually. But uh, this is a 1960-something version of, of this movie. This is the original. They also made a remake in 2007 that I did not know about. Um, starring Naomi Watts. It was directed by Martin Campbell. Uh, ultimately, the project was scrapped. They had like planned to make a remake and it, it didn't go. Um, yeah, I was going to say, they did not make a remake. You're like, Brittany, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Uh, they did made a sequel, though. A poorly received television sequel, The Birds 2, Land's End, was released in 1994. Uh, the director, Rick Rosenthal, removed his name from the credit and used a Hollywood pseudonym, Alan Smithy. Which, like, yeah, sure. What the fuck? If, why not? Um, the sequel featured entirely new characters and a different setting. And this town was only mentioned one time. The main character returned as a supporting role, but not as her original character. Also, this was inspired by a real-life event, and I did not know that. I thought that mm-hmm. was interesting. Um, this was partly inspired by true events of a mass bird attack on the seaside town of Capitola in California on August 18th, 1961, when, quote, Capitola residents awoke to a scene that seemed straight out of a horror movie. Hordes of seabirds were dive bombing their homes, crashing into cars and spewing half digested anchovies onto lawns, end quote. Alfred Hitchcock heard of this event and used it as research material for this film, which was then in progress. The real cause of the bird's behavior was a toxic algae, but that was not known in the 1960s. All right. Those are my previewing notes. Yeah, I'm erasing them for mine. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Do you want to? Uh, this is 1963. Is the year this came out? Excellent. Do you want to guess a budget? Um, no, only because I accidentally peeked at the budget and I didn't mean to. The budget was like three point something million. Um, three point three. And the box office was eleven point something. Eleven point four. There we go. Okay. Um, it got its. I mean, it did well in theaters. Well done. Um, this is in the Library of Congress's National Film Registry. Excellent. This is based off of the screenplay. It's originally based off of this novella called from, The Birds. From Daphne du Maurier. Yes. Yes. Um. Ah, uh, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Really? Okay. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's not great. No, but I didn't have high hopes Excellent. going into it. Alfred Excellent. Hitchcock is not somebody that I think I enjoy. Fair enough. Um, um, I did see while I was looking for previewing notes that apparently it didn't come out until well after this movie and like it sounds like well after he died but he oh, apparently yes what the fuck that's like super well known now i this is the first time hearing so it, it but it i was, also don't it was shocking that to me that you picked it because of that stuff i did not know <laughs> it might be well known but or widely known but not not to me i'm sorry had i known i probably would not have picked this that's okay. You don't have to I, apologize. I might have picked Psycho though, because I mean, I I enjoyed Psycho the first time I saw it. Psycho's different. It's very different. We'll get into that. I didn't like the artsy stuff that he did in this. It's not for me. It's. I think it's because it's like 1960s artsy. Artsy means something different now, and what you're showing me is just choppy montage scenes, and like trying to make them seem like they're on purpose and it just looks like shit but like i've seen movies from this era that i've enjoyed (laughs) that's true i think it's a hitchcock thing fair enough i don't think it's a this era type of thing i didn't explain that well i'm sorry i think that let me try that again i think that what artsy meant in 1960 was different enough that Alfred Hitchcock fucked it up enough that it just, it's worse than what it needs to be. You know? Like, I feel like he's trying too hard to make it look artsy and, like, put together to make it look intentional. Um, but I fully just, believe all of it was intentional. Too. I believe that, too. But it, like... I'm still not doing a good job. He's executing it poorly. I think he's doing it in his style. I don't think his style is what I like, is what I was trying to say. Okay. That's fair enough. I wouldn't say that he did it poorly because people, the general public, love Alfred Hitchcock. He's a well known director. Yes. I just don't think it's for me. <laughs> and that's fair too. Different strokes for different folks. 
Uh, apparently, he cut out the last 10 pages of the screenplay. Ooh. Uh, originally, he wanted the film to end without a the end card, but forced was forced to include one. Interesting. Um, the majority of the birds. What? what? I said, I wonder why. Like, who's going to make a big stink? Like, who and why would you make a big stink about a fucking the end card? I don't know, probably a production company's say. What was this, Universal? Yes, I think so. Probably them. Weird. Oh, it's a train. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You cut out for a second, and so it sounded like a, like something was just playing. Because it didn't <laughs> sound like a train. I was like, it was what me. What could you be doing? Just I took a deep out breath and went, beep. Uh, the majority of the birds seen are real. Although it's estimated that more than $200,000 was spent on creating mechanical birds. Some of the crows were actually ravens. I couldn't tell you. I know there is a difference. but I know there's a difference. I don't. I couldn't tell you the difference. It's a movie from the 60s. And I, I first of all, I couldn't tell you the difference. I know <laughs> that there is a difference. But I don't think it's something that would come across in a movie. No. No. Um. Especially not a movie, what, 80 years ago? Yeah. I, I don't think. I think it's a fun fact, but it's not going to be something that I'm like, oh my god, that crow is not a crow. That's not a crow! Um, the seagulls you were uncultured caught. uncultured swine. The seagulls <laughs> were caught in the San Francisco garbage dump. I hate that. I know, that's why I said that. I hate that i'm picturing these like people from universal or folks that universal hired to like make this movie and make it happen just like running around the fucking san francisco dump, like catching random ass oh i got one throwing nets over them or some shit like what the fuck right um the guy who was in charge of the live birds his name was ray berwick he was Usually training and catching most of them himself. So, oh, oh, Ray. Um, this received mixed reviews upon its initial release. The New York Times was a positive review, calling it a horror film that should raise the hackles on the most courageous and put goose pimples on the toughest hide. I That's hate funny. how people talked in the 60s. Really what funny. the fuck is that? That's so fucking funny. This is not... I'm sure <laughs> that this was probably scary for the day. You know, 1963, the scariest thing you can imagine putting on my screen right now is these fucking <laughs> birds. The birds. These fucking birds. Okay. Um... The New Republic called it the worst thriller of Alfred Hitchcock's, which is pretty funny to me. Um, the Washington Post said, I haven't had this kind of merriment since King Kong toppled from the Empire State Building. Jesus Christ. Um, this is really funny. The LA Times said that Hitchcock was once widely quoted as saying he hated actors. 
After his 1960s psycho and now the birds, it must be fairly obvious that he has extended his abhorrence to the whole human race. Um, the New Yorker called it a sorry failure. Oh. It doesn't arouse suspense, which is, of course, what justifies and transforms the sadism that lies at the heart of every thriller. Um, and Rotten Tomatoes, though, it now has a 93%. The website says, proving once again that buildup is the key to suspense, Hitchcock successfully turned birds into some of the most terrifying villains in horror history. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. Um, do you want to talk about the Tippy Hedron thing? I don't feel like we have to. We've said what we needed to say. You, I mean, I feel like the audience is going to know where the fuck this is going. That's true, probably. It's exactly what you expect. <laughs> okay, then let's jump in. All right, my dear. Do you... My first note says Davidson's Pet Shop. So I thought that this was not where I was expecting this movie to open. My first note says, I can't help but think of the one Halloween episode of that 70s show where they parody a bunch of Hitchcock movies. It's been a long time since I've seen that episode. Um, like, Fez's leg is fucked up, so he's staying in Eric's room, and he thinks... So, like, his is rear window, and he thinks that... Um, what, Donna's dad kills Midge... And then Eric's is Vertigo because he fell off the roof. Oh, that is a Halloween episode, isn't it? That's the only reason I know the episode. We had, like, a holiday DVD of that 70s show, so we would watch that. I like the Halloween episode where they go back to the old schoolhouse and we find out that Jackie's middle name is Beulah. That one is pretty good. Um yeah, but I yeah, that's so this is all that I that's ever funny. Of is Kitty trapped in the fucking phone booth that's in this woman's house for whatever reason. That's really funny. Oh, you mean you don't just casually have a phone booth in your house, Raina? I mean, I don't. Well, you're, I mean, you're missing out, clearly. If you say so. If Where will like, I hide when the birds whatever come? Whatever you say, exactly. <laughs> you gotta work smarter, not harder, Raina. We were if watching this earlier. <laughs> And um, Mark was like, man, you know, this is not a bird-proof house. We got <laughs> big old windows in our living room. This is not a bird-proof house. All the rooms, all the bedrooms have windows. Uh, the garage has got windows. And I mean, then, he had to do a whole lot of boarding. To yeah. Come but, like, that, so. but like, theoretically, like, even if we just had a basement door, we could do that, but we don't have a door to the basement. It's just a basement. Oh. Yeah. The birds attack. You guys are shit out of luck. Sorry. Buddy. I know. I was like, that's that's it. <laughs> um, my next note just says, Happy birthday, little sis. Here's a pair of birds. Cause what the fuck? What the Your fuck? sister's turning eleven. I'm gonna buy her birds. I'm gonna buy her specifically love birds. That's what he's looking for. I I think it's weird that the old woman that owns the pet shop or whatever didn't say anything about Melanie getting that fucking bird out of the cage. 
Yeah, scold her. Like, is it just because she's got her dad's, like, the big-time fucking newspaper guy? Whatever. Like, that's the only reason, right, that Melanie can just do whatever the fuck she wants to do? Yeah. Because also, like, she walks in and she's like, well, you'll just have to drop it off later. And the lady's like, wait, I mean, no, no. What if you just wait? Or you can come back later. I interpreted that differently. It didn't occur to me that, like, that was not a normal thing for places to do back in the day. I just assumed that, like, oh, they probably do deliveries sometimes. It it could be that. It might be, you know, I'm watching this with 2023 eyes. It would make sense, though, that that's not a real thing. And she's just so fucking privileged and entitled uh, that she's like, why don't you just bring me my birds? Which also, why is everybody buying these fucking birds? Yeah, I don't what know. What the fuck was everyone's problem in 1963? Why do you have birds know. so goddamn bad? I don't like it. Stop. It makes me anxious. Quit Stop it. buying birds. You this is it, why the actually. birds are fucking attacking you. Yeah, you just keep buying them up. They said, let my let my my brothers and sisters and cousins and everybody else, let them go. Release us. Yeah, this was actually all started by the Moses bird. This was, yeah. You can hear the birds. If you listen really closely, you can hear them tweeting, deliver us. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, as she, bu- so she buys these birds. She yeah. She brings them up to this man who is like very mysterious and we don't know why he knows her. He's like not giving us a lot of information, but which also, I feel like is suspicious. Like, I'm still confused as to how they know each other or how he knows her. From what I gathered, lawyer, but like, I think he, the way I understood this, and this could be entirely wrong, was because of her recent debauchery, she had to go to court and he was one of the lawyers either like sitting and fucking around and like just watching the trial, which I, I don't know if you guys are allowed to do that. What do I know? Or he was a lawyer for somebody that was, yeah. like, suing her. I mean, that's definitely what it was, but, like, there's no... I that's not made it, clear. I wanted it to be a conversation for all of the useless fucking shots in this movie. You could have had a whole talk about we could have We could have discussed how they even know each other. Yes. Um... As Which is my other my other complaint about this movie. Yeah. It doesn't have to be two hours. It does You cut what ten pages from the end of the script. What's another there thirty were, minutes worth of content? There were a lot of, lot of fucking useless shots. Yes. And some unnecessary dialogue. A lot of weird unnecessary. One of the things that I was reading about on Wikipedia when I was looking for stuff to talk to you about with this movie, mm-hmm. they talked about the style of like putting the montage scenes where they go and I'm like okay but this isn't a montage in the way that like I am used to seeing a montage yeah this is choppy camera work that you're splicing together and you're going look a montage yeah and I I my good sir remain unimpressed um I will say um Oh no, I have It's okay, just my nail. Um as they were as she's driving up or driving to wherever the fuck. Yes. Bodega Bay, whatever the fuck that means. Um, and she's got the 
two lovebirds in their in the cage, cage. Yes. on the floor of the passenger side. Um, and they just start leaning when she turns. That's my next note. And I thought that it's was hilarious. Hilarious. It was it's so, so funny. good. Um, absolutely hysterical. And then I don't have a note until she gets attacked by this fucking seagull. <laughs> she gets to the town and the first business that we see is this like smoked fish place. And I only remember that because the note that I took is we custom smoke your fish. It's about I time just, somebody did. It's well, somebody certainly has to. <laughs> and it's not gonna be me myself it ain't me uh this guy at the general store does not see an issue at all with telling strangers where other people live um, yeah what the fuck what the fuck especially i mean there's a young child there yeah and she is specifically asking, asking about, about the young the child kids. it's weird and he's like oh you know i think this is her name but maybe it's this I don't know, but... But anyway, here's where she lives. Here's where her teacher lives, and you can talk to her. It just... This was very much... And that's not to say that, like, kidnappings and stuff didn't happen back in the day. Like, crimes were still crimes. They were still happening. They just weren't as, like, widely broadcast or whatever. Like, this was definitely in the day before fucking Amber Alerts. Um, Yeah. Because I think... I would like to think that nowadays if you go somewhere and you're like hey can you tell me where reyna lives they'll go somebody would be like no no why do you need to know do you know her do you know reyna or even like i'm sure i feel pretty sure that your workplace is probably like this too everywhere i've ever worked is has the rule that if somebody comes in and is asking oh is reyna here today doesn't Reyna work here? Where's Reyna? Reyna's supposed to be like, don't don't tell them that person works here. Yeah. Uh, even if they're there, don't, don't. bring that up. Absolutely. If they're, not. if they're not there, don't say anything. Just when I was still I, at, I can't tell you about that. Um, when I was still at the last place, one of my old, old coworkers from Gables, who he had moved to New York and he was back in town for something and he was like oh he was there to have lunch with other people and he walks in and he stops and I was coming in later that day for like to work my lunch shift yeah um and he asked one of the other servers he was like oh does does Reyna still work here and then like went and like sat on the patio and then I got there and they like pulled me in the office and they're like hey some guy outside this guy's asking about you um, I don't know who he is. It's like, but you know, you can just stay in here until he leaves if it's not okay. And I was like, oh, that's just Heath. That's my old coworker. But thank you, I appreciate. Thank it. you. That's the right fucking answer. Yeah, I was like, of course, man. You don't know who I know. And nor should you have to. I you yeah, shouldn't have to keep up just, with who I yeah, know. Literally, just the common courtesy of going. I don't, I don't know, know if you know this is. guy. But if you don't, like, just hang out in here. <laughs> yes. So I think it's weird. I, that Maybe it's just, like, a, a culture shift over the past, you know. Maybe. What, also, 80 years or whatever the fuck. I just I think it's weird. There were so many fucking serial killers then. Correct! People were just doing whatever. You tell people everybody's business. It's like, shut the fuck up, bro! 
like, hi, that girl's 11. Don't maybe, tell this strange woman. Tell strange people where she lives. Yeah. Here's a wild and crazy fucking concept. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. For the low, low price of zero dollars, you too could shut can the fuck up. mind your business. You could shut the fuck up. <laughs> My next one says wild. she's going through a lot for these motherfucking birds to get this dude's attention. Yeah, literally for what, man? To prove to him that you're not a fucking delinquent. But also, like, why are we talking? This is a grown woman. Why are we treating her like she's just this, like, 17-year-old fuck-up? Like, yeah, I don't is, know. This woman's, like, in her 20s or 30s. Yeah. So, no. You need to act like a fucking grown-up. Quit stalking this man and go back and mind your fucking business. San Francisco, from what I hear, is a big city. You don't need this guy. <laughs> you don't have to be there. You don't have to it's do okay. anything that. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so then, but she goes over there, she watches uh, Linda and the kid leave, and he is in, like, their little garage. Her name is, the kid's name is Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, that's a bad name for that little girl. <laughs> well, it was um, the 60s, so it checks out. Of course it checks out, that. because that's a dance teacher's name. Well into <laughs> I had like <laughs> several Miss Kathy's teaching oh. me dance. I have a Kathy a that teacher. I work with. She's sweet. It's just not a good name. It's a name <laughs> for a different era. It this is not something that people are gonna be naming their children anytime soon. No. Um so she sees me. Yeah, so she she sees run in, find the birds. And he's looking around like, well, no, wait, before, wait before he goes in to find the birds, let's talk about how she breaks into this house. Oh, yeah. It's not just that she's stalking this man who said a handful of sentences to her. She also then proceeds to break into his mother's house <coughs> to leave these birds. Yes. For this child with a mysterious happy birthday card. My note says, I cannot believe you just walked into these people's house. What the fuck? Literally, what are you doing? You can't be doing that. You can't do that. While she's at the school teacher's house, before she goes to break into Mitch's house and Linda's house, mm-hmm. she goes to the school teacher and they start smoking cigarettes. And the school you teacher made out. some. So- oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. No. No, I can. She. So they get. To- she gets to the school teacher's house. Yeah. And. The teacher makes some sort of, I didn't write down the exact quote, but it's some sort of passing comment about like, yeah, my doctor told me to start smoking cigarettes or something after such and such. Yeah, what the fuck? My note that I took is, nine out of ten doctors recommend lucky strike. It's just, there's Um, so much smoking in this fucking movie. And I didn't realize how much we, like, people don't smoke in movies anymore. You can't really do that anymore. No, but, you you either got to be the absolute coolest person, like the coolest guy around, yeah. and they're trying to show that you're a badass, or you're a villain. You're a villain. People don't smoke in any really in media anymore. No. So it was weird to see and everybody in this fucking movie smoked. Yeah, everybody smoking. And this is why that generation got fucking lung cancer and COPD. I'm going to say it. Well, I mean, everybody's vaping now. I'm not saying that's better. I'm also not saying that I vape. <laughs> I said that and I was like, wait. 
no no yes. that's that's like the one thing that i'm never i mean most drugs but yeah you i mean you've also got asthma so it's probably not a good idea for you to be vaping no you're gone again no can I you hear do. me yes now i can bro what the fuck i wonder why i keep cutting in and out um i said you've also got asthma so it's probably not a great idea for you to be vaping correct also i'm cheap as hell and i don't want to spend money on that why would you yeah it's pricey, just like cigarettes. My, yeah. I have a good friend who smokes, and he was like, "Yeah, my cigarettes are like ten bucks a pack right now." And I was like, Bleh. "Yeah." And he smokes. I think he told me he smokes like a pack a day, something People like that. When you're that addicted, yeah, you go. Through you can't. It. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can't fucking help it. Yes, cigarettes are expensive. Um, I think a, vapes are also I, pretty expensive. Vapes are also expensive. Quote unquote vices are. Typically, they're like pricier than I want to get involved with. Yeah, Anywho, cheap. <laughs> the the teacher also says when she's like, "So where did you meet Mitch?" and she's like, "Oh, ha, San Francisco." The teacher said, "Quote, I guess that's where everyone meets Mitch." And like, what yeah. the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Well, literally, like. Just- it's again one of those things that's like not fucking explained enough to me. I know that you guys used to like be an item, but like Clearly. I need more I need more from you than just Yeah, don't don't what make you me comment me. and then not continue to tell me what you mean by that. Yeah. That's something that I would want to hear more about. Um but then, yes, she breaks into these people's house. And then my note after that is impressive getaway, except she stops the fucking boat. Well, because she um, she starts off by just paddling instead of using the motor because she doesn't want to be so obvious. But then she right. stops because she also, for whatever reason, is like insanely into this man she held one conversation with where it was basically him just fucking with her. And she's like, oh my god, I have to see his reaction. <laughs> and stops. And it's like, what are you, what, what are you doing, man? Why are we oh, doing you this? cut out, my friend. That's okay. It was just a rant I about cannot how. I There we what go. What did you say? You cut out. Yeah. I'm sorry, I did not hear any of that. No, that's okay. It was just a rant about how, like, she's immediately just so obsessed with this man. Yeah, like, what the fuck, man? But also, like, he's really into it. <laughs> And so, that like, also guess, stresses me out. Yeah, like, I guess it could be worse. One of them could just not really be into it, but they're both fucking psychotic. Yes. And immediately willing to risk everything. <laughs> um, she, he gets, he spots her. Yes, because and she specifically lingers. <laughs> for much longer than she ought to. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. And she ends up getting attacked by one of these fucking birds. And this is the first time we see a problem with one of these gulls. And it, like, comes up behind her. I don't know if it, like, hits her in the head or pecks her or, like, what the situation is. But she's bleeding pretty good. Mm-hmm. And either, I don't remember if it was Mitch or the the restaurant guy, bartender dude, said something about how now she's going to need a tetanus shot? Well, uh, Mitch says it. He's like, Oh man, like you might need a tetanus shot. And then this was another weird dialogue throwaway. Was that sentence and then her response going, No, I just got a booster when I traveled out of the country last May. 
Was that supposed to be? I don't need to know that. But was that supposed to be a reference to her trip in Rome? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But also, it was. That's not what tetanus is for. No, it's not for a seagull just running into your fucking head. You might want some antibiotics for sure. And I would still probably go see a doctor. You're actively bleeding from it. Yeah, you might need a stitch. It's a head wound. But like, she's like, I get tetanus. Fucking stupid. That's him worried because he knows that they found them in the San Francisco garbage dump. That's what it is. (laughs) That was that's what it came down to. It it actually wasn't scripted. That was him just speaking to her to be headrest. Because they weren't planning on that gull attacking her. Like that was that gull. That was that was another one. (laughs) That was that was a rogue actor. (laughs) That seagull had a bone to pick. It's on a special mission from Alfred Hitchcock himself. From Ray. Ray said, you know what? You should attack that bitch. <laughs> and he did. Uh, I don't like the way that Linda looks at Melanie. Absolutely hate that. It's weird, um, but also, like, I don't know. I think it was mostly the hairstyle. They just looked like the same person to me. Not not the same person, but, like, you know what I mean? They looked way too similar and that weirded me out I was like Mitch why are you into her at least maybe he's got a weird complex or something but like at least Annie like didn't look anything like Linda (laughs) maybe that's that's why Linda didn't like her well obviously clearly are you supposed to replace me if you don't look like me (laughs) you could never um when we get our first big flock of gulls uh I hate that they fucking sound that way. Yeah, I have a note later that says what they sound like Galaga. Kind of. That's what they sound like to me. Yeah. And especially as it goes on and on and on and like further in the movie with the mix of birds rather than just the seagulls. That's they the- continuously just mm-hmm. sound like Galaga to me. I don't know why. My idea for the title is that's not what birds sound like. You cut out. Fuck. My idea... No, can you hear me? Yes, no, I can. My idea for the title is, that's not what birds sound like. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, And then all these fucking sparrows come through the chimney. My note says, not down the chimney! (sighs) That's scary, yeah. I don't like the chimney. (laughs) It was weird. It was weird. And then I don't have another note until we find that guy. With his eyeballs plucked out. I have one note before that. And it says I'm bored. I was so bored. I yeah. just really wanted to sleep. Yeah. I just. I was having a hard so, time staying awake. So uninterested. Mark kept yelling at me. He was like, this is your movie. Can you can you not do that? Can you not do that right now? And I was like, but I really want to. <laughs> Mark, I hate this. Um, And then, yeah, my next note says, whoa, holy dead body, Batman. Uh, in all caps, my note about this is he's had his eyes blocked out! Yeah, it was intense. That was that like was the only graphic. that was only like the, the only good thing about this movie. <laughs> I like seeing that eyeless guy. Because um, it was good and it was shocking. It was graphic. There was, there was nothing else in this movie as graphic as that was. Correct. Um, my next note says the tippy hedron scene my next note says that's too many birds on the playground 
Yeah, my note says, Melanie and this goddamn nicotine addiction, look up and around you. <laughs> She's just like... That's another sure. reason there were so many serial killers. People yeah, weren't paying attention. Just, they were too busy fucking busy smoking. smoking. Like, Fools. We, we know that the birds are a problem at this point. Oh, yeah. Linda has specifically asked you to go check on her daughter. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to stand outside and smoke. And he says it's fine. fine. But also, like, you know it's not fine. Why would you want to be outside? Because you want to smoke. Which, I also have some thoughts on that. Because here's... I don't know if your family was this way or not. My family absolutely was. When I was growing up, everybody was a smoker. Everybody Uh smoked. Um, We sat in the smoking section at restaurants. We got hotels that were smoking instead of non-smoking like the people that were in my life were all smokers um and so the idea that like i i can't have this cigarette indoors um is still like of course you can't obviously you can't but at the time nobody's gonna fucking yell at you for that you can smoke in hospitals at 1963 go ahead smoke in the fucking school nobody gives a shit they definitely didn't. There was no reason for her to not just stand in there. Stand in the smoke. fucking school and smoke. These kids don't give a fuck. No. Um, my parents never smoked, I don't think. Nor should they. Good um, for them. Or if they did, they quit. Good for them. Early on enough for me to not remember. My mom has been a smoker literally since she was, I think she said like 13 maybe. Since she was 13? Since she was 13, so for the past, like, 50 years. Yeah. That's an expensive fucking habit. That's what I'm saying, man. And she's, like, switched brands a few times. Like, when I was a kid, she used to... This is really funny. I don't know if you'll have context for this or not. When I was a kid, she used to smoke Virginia Slims. Okay. Um, And now that I'm an adult, now she smokes Marlboro Menthol, full flavor 100s. But everybody else in my life fucking smoked Marlboro Reds. Like a pack plus per day like my grandmother's breakfast every morning i have a very vivid memory of this sitting at her kitchen table Uh she would have her her fucking ashtray on the kitchen table her little blue leather cigarette case because blue is her favorite color her breakfast was coffee and keebler elf cookies with the fudge in the middle and cigarettes and i more than one time watched woman light her next cigarette with the cigarette she was smoking so she could just like keep smoking Jesus. this woman was a chain smoker to beat all chain smokers and that's the story of why my grandmother died of copd yeah that <laughs> so, like all this to say nobody fucking cares not nobody, in 1963 nobody gives a shit if you smoke indoors no um it really freaked me out we I just had my bachelorette a couple weeks ago, and we went to Greektown Casino to waste time before a dinner oh, reservation. Oh, yeah. And there were smokers and, in there, no? Yeah. A very specific part of one of the floors you could smoke in. And um, you were like, breaks? I was like, what the fuck's going on? I've, I've been to a casino once, but we left like after two minutes because I wasn't 21. Fair enough. And I don't have a license, so, like, no one could drink and have fun. They're like, why are we here? And then left. Um, 
But yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on? What do you, why can't I breathe all of a sudden? <laughs> Hold on a minute. My airways are becoming problematic. Hold on a sec. Yeah. And just like people walking around doing it. I'm like, what is, what? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, do so you, you remember guys are just wasting your money in various ways at the same lots time. Lots of ways. Do you remember when there were smoking sections in restaurants? Um, not really. No. No. There was one bar that I could think of that we went to, like a bar and grill, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember going there very often because of it. That's, well, that's true. I guess it's different when you've got a kid with asthma. Like, I really can't be, like, I gotta be more worried about you than my stupid fucking kid who just doesn't like it when I smoke. Yeah, because also my parents didn't smoke. There was no reason for us to find restaurants where we could do that. That makes sense. No, I like I remember being a little kid and walking into restaurants with my family and them going smoking or non-smoking. And they would always say smoking, please. Which and is also would... like you can't have a non It's all smoking. It's all the smoking. Section. It doesn't matter. I remember when they made that switch. That was only in what, like 2009, something like that. 2009. That sounds right. When did that... look, I'm going to look this up because <laughs> it was when we were kids Smoke. Smoking I don't know, man. Maybe this is another like 2010. This also might be Brittany. Just another um, places near me probably switched before they switched for you. Oh, oh, yeah. Very... I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, very different. <laughs> wow. Areas that, we grew up in. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, this is an unrelated uh, fun fact for you, but MSU apparently was the last school in the Big Ten to prohibit smoking inside of residence halls. And that didn't happen until 2008. That's pretty funny. (laughs) That's according to the Lansing State Journal uh, in an article published in 2016. Interesting. Now you know. But back to Alfred Hitchcock. Sorry to get us off track there. I just... That's okay. It it was shocking to see this many people smoking again. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. We do that, don't we? <laughs> we as like humans, yeah, more largely. Um, bizarre. Um, so then, of course, you know, she finally fucking notices all the goddamn crows around her. She oh goes my back god! Back in the schoolhouse, and she's like trying not to cause panic, and so she goes to Annie specifically and was like, "You need to shut the door. Don't let them outside." <laughs> And then it's like, we gotta get the kids out of here. And then Annie says, okay, she starts off really strong. She's like, okay, we're gonna show Melanie how we do a fire drill. Exactly. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna do it quickly. We're gonna do it quietly. She starts off really strong. And then she says, be quick and you're gonna be quiet until I tell you to run. Yeah. I the thing about the way that you phrased that says to me that you are now telling these children when I tell you to run, it's okay to be loud. Yeah. And that's going to be with these children here. And my theory, this is probably just like also blatantly incorrect, but my theory is that if they had just quickly and quietly scuttled away, they would have been way less injured. Potentially. That's my theory. Um, 
But so then one little girl like falls while she's running because I mean the birds freak out and start attacking. And she screams for Kathy to come and help. Yeah, her. specifically. Not her teacher. Not Annie. It's gotta not be Melanie. Kathy. Kathy's the only one that can help me. Yeah. Which to be fair, they don't know Melanie. <laughs> That's true, but it's nineteen sixty three. You at that time I feel like people assumed that you could just like trust random adults. Well, no, but I'm saying, why would she call out Melanie's name? Oh, that's true. Yeah. They're for sure just trusting random adults. No, no, no. Um, But so, yeah, so she falls and then they, but with Melanie and Kathy, they pull her into this car. Which like, sure, whatever. Sure. It's unlocked. Why wouldn't it be? It's 1963. (laughs) Of course it is. And then... It's like, then they're, she's just at the diner. I don't know if I just like, they, it looked like they, I I don't know. They part ways, I guess. Yeah. And like all the kids are gone. Annie's gone. Nothing matters. Uh, no consistency. None. And then this fucking old lady in the goddamn diner is like, that sounds fake as hell birds bro why would i lie different kind of birds don't hang out you're dumb i know things about birds and melanie's like what the fuck (laughs) what do you mean why would why would i be lying about this why would i be lying about this also i'm not saying that you don't know anything about birds i'm not saying that i do know anything about birds i'm just telling you what the fuck happened to me I'm just telling about... First of all, she's not even telling this old lady. I'm just talking about... She is on the phone trying to get Mitch to come back. It's got nothing to do with this old lady. (laughs) And she continuously just butts her big nose in everybody's business. She doesn't have a big nose, but you know what I mean. It's a metaphorical big nose. Yeah. Yeah, She was just an old lady. I couldn't even tell you what she looked like. She just looked like... Yeah, she just looked like every old lady I've ever met. Old lady. She looks like every old lady I've ever met. And then she was like, I'm really into birds. I was like, of course you are. You're sure you lady. are. Yeah, dude. But then, so the there's like a mom and two kids in there. And the You're mom's scaring like, You're the scaring children. the children. And it's like, I think it's also your hysterics. So you're freaking them out. And you're projecting this onto your fucking kids. Yeah. I'll, and I cannot stress this enough. Fuck your kids, dude. Yeah. I'm not gonna Why stop. Why are your kids in school? Si- <laughs> okay. All those kids were in school. All those kids were in school. Hey, I didn't have to rescue those kids. <laughs> I just like when we go out in public. You know this about me. Uh, I have a potty mouth. I have very foul, foul mouth. Caleb is constantly like, "Babe, there are kids here," and like I hear you, and most of the time I will try to clean it up, but like. If something big is happening, fuck them kids, dude. I don't give a fuck what they hear. I'm not going to stop saying what I need to say or stop doing what I need to do because it makes your children uncomfortable. Sounds like you need to be a better parent. (laughs) Especially, like, in this case, we're like, stop talking about that. You're scaring my children. Okay, then leave, bitch. I'm not making you fucking stay here. I got important business shit to do. People's lives are on the line. I'm going to fuck your kids are scared. I think it's inherently a different situation between you being loud yes. and openly cursing in public. Yes. And Melanie trying to say the birds are attacking me. Help. Yes. Very Absolutely. different situation. <laughs> Absolutely. 
I do. I see what you're saying to an extent about your personal experiences. Thanks for coming with me on that adventure. I appreciate Especially it. as someone that works in a bar. Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. annoying as hell when kids are in there. Yes. But. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kids are allowed to exist <laughs> in public spaces. I, unfortunately, that's true. Um. Such interesting words from someone who I know wants kids. <laughs> it would it makes sense for me to feel that way. <laughs> yeah, but I don't really like other people's kids. Like sometimes I do, where I'm like, wow, that parent is doing a really good job and that kid is like that's kind of a cool kid. Well done. But overall, I'm like, man, I don't want these fucking kids in here. Because I know if I say or do something that they don't understand or that like it's gonna turn into a whole fucking thing. And then I'm going to have to talk to their parent about, like, why did you teach my kid the word motherfucker? And I'm like, okay, I didn't. They definitely heard me say it, though. And if this is the first time, that sounds like that's on you. <laughs> like, I'm not in charge of what you expose your children to. And I'm not sorry that I saw her in front of your kid. Very interesting opinion. <laughs> yes. Let's continue. Moving forward. I don't have a note until we find Annie's dead body. Uh, in front of her home. Um, I think the seagull attacking the man at the gas station is about the funniest thing I've seen it in was my hilarious. life. Um, he just <laughs> dropped. It was so funny. And then, of course, the the gasoline starts leaking everywhere. And I turned to Mark and I was like, everybody in this fucking town smokes. <laughs> this is not going to be good. <laughs> Caleb was like, that's a lot of gasoline. Like, that's expensive. I said, honey, this was the time in when in it was fun. <laughs> where literally like when my mom was in high school in the 70s late 70s she has told me you could put quote you could put 75 cents in your tank and then just cruise around the whole night like just drive around yeah and i'm like on 75 cents she said yeah on 75 fucking cents so this is gonna be like what is it a dollar two dollars come on now. <laughs> Grow up. It's interesting how much um, your mom's come up in this episode. I, yeah, I love my that parents. Woman. Your parents were not rarely come up. Um, no, no, no. I'm saying my parents at the time of this movie would not be alive for like another 13 years. Shut up. Yeah. My they mom were born turns, in the late 70s. My mom was three this year. She turned four at the end of the year. Yeah, my parents weren't even thoughts in their parents' heads. Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, no. My my mom was old when she had me. Like, she was 36 when I was born. And as somebody who's not quite 30 yet, I do not want to be having children at 36. I want to be done having kids by then. <laughs> With any luck. Um, it's just too much. You know, it's too much. Anywho, uh-huh. we find Annie's dead body, um, and Kathy is wait, wait, wait. having Hold a whole fit. Before Annie's dead. Oh, I'm sorry. First of all, my note says this is why you don't smoke. But Excuse then, me. that's sorry. where, that's when, um, she's in the phone booth. Oh yeah, you're right. And so that's one of the times that Tippy Hedren got hurt on set. Because of Alfred Hitchcock's 
weird obsession slash hatred for her. Yes. Um, but also, so Mitch takes her out of there, drags her back in the diner, and it's like empty. And then they turn the corner, and everyone's standing in the halls, just like glaring. <laughs> the fucking mom's like, they said this didn't start until you got here. What the fuck did you do? And it's like, what do you mean? You think that anything that this woman it's has me. done is causing the birds to lose their minds? And then tip It's all the nicotine in the fucking it's, air, man. <laughs> it's the fucking toxic algae, you simple fucks. Um, and then Tippy Hedren bitch slaps this woman. Yeah, it's just so funny. absolutely just right across the face, open palm slaps her. Pretty funny. Um, absolutely hilarious. Okay. Absolutely hilarious. And now we can talk about Annie. <laughs> so then Annie dies, and we find her dead body, and Kathy is having a whole fucking fit. Which is understandable like she because she's me. 11. She's a child. I get she's 11. it. But also, get your shit together. I'm so over it. Don't have the name of a 50 year old woman. <laughs> I can treat you like the child you are. <laughs> You're like, the only Kathy's I know are 50, and they were clearly never 11 never years children. old. Absolutely they were never not. 11 years old. So fuck you. <laughs> um,. I don't have another note until the birds try to break into the house. Um, my next note says, why do the bird noises sound like Galaga? And I don't have a note until Mitch is trying to leave the house to get to the car. I, uh, that was stressful. <laughs> that was so, stressful. I so didn't like that. He has begun boarding up the house, trying to find all the places birds could come in where can these fucking birds get in which is fair and that's smart a lot of time went into into him doing that but also fucking kathy and her two goddamn lovebirds are just sitting in the house and she's like they didn't do anything wrong they're just sitting here it's like you know do you know how fast i would have thrown those two birds outside very quickly absolutely get out the only thing stopping me is the fact that if they're in a cage they can't get me but even then if they go crazy enough something's gonna bust out of the cage i don't know man oh okay i'm just asking i don't know i don't why (laughs) i would throw them out I don't like get them out of there that literally every every turn every step of the way kathy's like but what about my birds? Can I bring Everyone's my birds? Like, Shut what up. about my birds? I'm like, I get it. I hope they die. <laughs> I get it. You're 11. But also, can you please just shut the fuck up about these birds? People are dying because of other birds. People Excuse are me, dying, Kathy. Literally. Come on, man. People are dying, Kim. It's a pretty good Chloe, uh, Courtney impression. <laughs> I can't. Again, I can't tell if you're being serious or if you're just being a dick. No, I was. Oh, wonderful. I wouldn't have I, said it. I okay. would have just laughed and moved on. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Thank you. I, um, I appreciate that. But so then, yeah, so everyone's asleep. And. Which, like, how? I don't know. <laughs> how do you. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Everyone's asleep, and. Uh, Melanie starts hearing, like, fluttering. And so she's trying to find it, which, like, fair, but also. Mm, it's no. not safe to go alone. Don't. Don't do that. And she, like, half-assed tries to wake up Mitch. And she's like, no, I can do it. And she goes and she looks by herself. And then she gets fucking attacked. 
And I respect because... the confidence on the one hand. I'm like, yeah, girl, you you could sure you could do that on your own. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but like you you could do that on your own. Would not be me. <laughs> no, that's not a choice I would Hell make. No, stand away. I'd be like, damn, sounds like there's a flaw in your system, bitch. You better go check that out. Sounds like you need to board this door up. (sighs) So she goes in the room and she sees the hole in the ceiling. And then before she can really exit the room, she sees on the fucking poster, but it's just a million birds in this room and they all attack her and it takes forever. It's so long. And it's again, I fucking get it, Alfred Hitchcock. You love to hate this woman. Jesus Christ. It's not healthy, Alfred. Number one, leave her alone. Number two, if you dislike somebody, then move the fuck on. Um, and then... As so the Mitch, birds finally, were- Mitch finally like comes upstairs... And is like trying to get her, but at this point she's like passed out. Yes. From one being attacked and probably like the stress and trauma of it all. This was also back in the days when people like when people fainted. Fainted. <laughs> but also like kind of the drama of it, right? She's like, My body's giving up. <sighs> can't fight. Oh, I can't go on. Um, which is fair. I'd give up. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> um but so he's like trying to they're trying to push the door open but her body is in front of it. <laughs> yes. And he's like trying to grab her and they're all pecking at his hands. <laughs> and he's like just going, Molly, Molly, Molly. <laughs> he's trying so hard to get her. It's so funny actually to see it happen. Oh man. And then yeah, I don't have a note until He's like, well, we're, we just got to get out of here. We just got to go. <laughs> Which, think, why haven't you guys done that why before? Why haven't you done that before? The only piece of this that I was like, ooh, actually, that's kind of scary, is these birds trying to break into this house. Oh, it's very frightening. That part is scary. Um, my last two notes are, okay, what a disappointing ending. It's so dumb. It finished, and I was like, are you serious? (laughs) And my last note is, do they make it? What happens? That's the end. That's the end. Good luck figuring that out. Um, my... Uh, my note before saying that's the end, question mark, question mark, question mark, was... Him being surrounded by the birds and walking slowly makes me think of the Thanksgiving episode of Bob's Burgers. Um, do you I, know the one I'm talking about? No, I don't. The only one it's, I know is um, when they go to Mr. Fishmonger's house. Or Fish Fishmonger's house. <laughs> um, no, so it's like a like a turkey trot sort of thing that Mr. Fishoder sets up at the... What the fuck is the word for it? He sets it up at the community, at the, at the boardwalk. Boardwalk, Here. thank you. Boardwalk was the word I was looking for. I was like the community. With the theater. idea of it being, you know, a traditional turkey trot, it's like a Thanksgiving run before Thanksgiving You're about dinner. To eat a blah, blah, blah. Yeah, before um, you eat a gazillion calories. Yeah, come and run. Um, 
but instead he has a bunch of turkeys to run it with them. No. But because they're like treated horribly while they're being held, they start attacking people. And it's really funny because then um, to survive, Teddy's like, you have to be like the top one, you know, like everybody's got somebody to mess with in like their society, (laughs) the society of turkeys. And you have to peck whatever bird is below you and if you do that then you can be the top one it's like linda has to go through and do everything um but it's hilarious i would really recommend it i love holiday episodes i this is the second holiday episode you've referenced i know in one movie there were so many references well and i think it's funny that you're like what about this that 70s show episode and i was like "Mm, not that one this one you're now like what about this bob's burgers episode and i'm like ah not that one but this one I know. Where Linda sings her song. Well, it's almost like we're different people. (laughs) Uh, It's where Linda sings her little song. Pass the cranberry. Because I love it. We have a mashed potato. Ooh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. It's a bop. It's excellent. (laughs) Yeah, this ending was stupid, though. Yes, there's that. Uh, that's all I have. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Do you feel ready to rate it? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I'm going to give this two chainsaws. Nice. It is a classic TM. But Alfred Hitchcock was fucking gross. There's a <laughs> lot of... <laughs> that's my first you know, reason for this uh, rating. There's Fair. not There's not a lot of action for as much buildup as we get. And there's too much, like... You're building and building and building, but you're not giving me the information that I need to have a resolution here. Yeah, I don't know why I care. And it's because I don't. I don't. Uh, Which brings me to my final point. What the fuck was this ending? And for this reason, two chainsaws. Um, I agree. Two chainsaws. Excellent. I, I mean, like, parts of it were fine. I do like seeing... The guys hollowed out, like, pecked out eyes. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. Um, and there are, like, moments of suspense in this where I understand why it could be scary. I don't like it. I don't like the um, the weird connotations and the weird, not connotations, the weird associations that this now, like, has because Alfred Hitchcock was, was gross. Creep. Um, so going into this, I didn't think I was going to like it. So this is one that I rented, (laughs) which I feel pretty good about. I also rented this because I was not about to spend $15 on this. I mean, you know me, I'm, I'm willing to spend whatever (laughs) a stupid movie. Yeah. But if you don't think you're going to like it, like why? I see. I ask, ask the fucking digital copy of Urban Legend I have. I don't know. I'm sorry. I also thought that I was going to like Urban Legend. I was excited about it. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was disappointed. That's true. Um, but anyway, two chainsaws. Excellent. I like when we agree on our ratings. I like when we're on the same page here. I like when we disagree. I think it makes for a better conversation. I think it, Not I that we had bad saying. conversation, we, but no. like, you know what I mean. No. I, I, like, I like some discourse. <laughs> we, we love discourse, but I also like agreeing sometimes, because I feel like most of the times... Ratings are super, super different. 
because we we like we different. like different things, exactly different things very different things. All, right. all right well that i think that was it then my friend i think that was the birds that was the birds uh it's uh, your pick next it is are you ready i'm ready i'm gonna write it down right now all right we're watching? gonna watch scream six yes ah! i've been waiting for an excuse to watch this um it has been out digitally for a while yes and it came out on dvd a couple weeks ago Excellent. so i know that there are ways to watch it also uh today august 2nd which was also west craven's birthday they just now made a cream seven announcement <gasps> outstanding um which i will talk about when we talk about Scream 6, I'm, I'm not so going to talk about it now. Don't, yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> but, How exciting! Yeah, so I'm excited. I haven't seen it since it came out digitally. <laughs> I didn't watch it when I bought the DVD. But I'm excited to see it again. I am excited to watch it. Did you... I know that you like Scream, like, as a franchise. Did yes. you enjoy Scream 6? You don't yes. have to tell me, like, ratings or anything. Okay, good. Cool. <laughs> All right. This is very exciting. Okay. Well, then I will talk to you soon and we'll talk about Scream 6. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.